Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's going on, everybody? It's another week in cannabis news. It was another huge week. We have more historic news for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name's Tom. I'm a cannabis lawyer from the polar vortex that is outside. Uh, we have some huge trending news uh, because now we can actually see what was released on August 29th to the DEA, 252 pages. Uh, big shouts out to Matt Zorn and also Shane Pennington, who uh, write the Substack on drugs. Uh, we're going to be using that uh, for some analysis. Let's go to our trending stories and bring on our gracious co-host. What up, Miguel? Hey, big news, big news. Oh, it is. It's, uh, it is big news. Like this is one of those historic days where yeah. we get to see history. And that's one of the cool things. It's coming up on five years uh, that we started this podcast, five years uh, in a month. But do you know what it's been six months, almost to the day? It's been six months for, for something for us. Uh, I, I don't know. We won that license uh, in Illinois oh, shit. six months ago. Stick <laughs> around after our main story. We're going to dive into it pretty deep. Uh, uh, and so like, we're going to talk about various federal rules and what might be coming in this coming year and why they may have released the unredacted version uh, now. But I did want to give a shout out to our members. We're also changing up our yes. on this. So if you are a member... You know, we will be able to see that and then also interact with you more uh, as we switch over to a different thing. Like right now, Ken Bozum is a member, but like we can't see uh, everybody that's in. But if we use Streamlabs instead of StreamYard, we can. 
So let's go to the big news, which is the big news of the federal rescheduling. Now we have uh, an unredacted version, and you, maybe you can make this out. Maybe you can't at the bottom there. It says 252 pages. And of course, yeah. if you're joining us on just like the audio version, we'll try to read it out for you. You can get cannabis legalization news on wherever you get your podcasts. Many of you make that YouTube. So, yeah. I, did you look at the... Uh like do a comparison of like what was redacted opposed to like no i just read it and so like and then when i was reading it it was really cool they have these other acronyms we're going to go after or over one of them is Camus because you need a lot of french existentialism to deal with the uh, ennui that is legalization in america for the cannabis plant but then uh, that's not also what it's, it's not spelled the same. It's uh, C-A-M-U as opposed to C-A-M-U-S. Uh, and so it's like commonly annotated medical use. Common A, what was A on the Kamu for the medical use? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's the only one I've been reading. So like, I like his breakdown. And this is, uh, it was interesting from Anon and thankfully he read the 252 pages. Like, this is what lawyers do. Did you read them all completely already or did you? No, it's a lot of scrolling. And then why does it mm. say that you can't find it? There has to be a Camus in there. Okay. There they are. Camus test, Camus test, currently accepted medical okay. use. So it's it, everything that you have known is a lie because for the past since 1970, so uh, 54 years. It has been schedule one, and it still is. It's not effective. We haven't seen the rule, but one of the things that the rule would include would be this letter and the 252 pages of findings. So hopefully yeah. we are portending that this rule will be coming up here uh, in short order, like you know, within the next couple of months. They publish mm. these registers of rules on a ongoing rolling basis pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. So we'll see, like when the attorney general has something to publish, we'll know that this rule is coming. I, it's either that or somebody from DEA will be fired. I, I found it interesting though in the breakdown by Shane Pennington, how he, he talks about um, how they use alcohol as a reference, right? Even though they shouldn't supposed to use anything that's off the scheduling, but the whole scheduling thing is a semantical bullshit thing, right? Like, cause if they really cared, alcohol would be on the scheduling, right? Like, can we do that for petitioning next? Like, you know, like this is well, the other thing that they didn't mention was tobacco, which clearly is a schedule yes. substance because yes. like there's there's no medical use. It's unsafe. It's highly addictive. It kills motherfuckers. And so that that but they decided in their infinite wisdom, and that is the they that is Congress to not schedule alcohol or tobacco. They did schedule cannabis. And so them using alcohol as another, I guess, equivalent or reference, referential um, substance, and then saying it's safer than that, that was nice. What I really liked um, on it, besides that, was that they went over, and it's in, it's in the, because it's like the letter, and the letter by itself is quite boring. I mean, we can zoom in oh, yeah. a little bit more on the letter. Just oh, like, boring, hey, dude. We have told you that this needs to go over to Schedule 3. Uh, that's, that's basically it. You know, if you have any questions, please contact the FDA center for drug evaluation and research. And that is the, uh, the science that the DEA needs to follow. But after that, then they get into like the bases for it. And, mm. and there's another, and so that goes on for about a hundred pages. They talk about how it's not going to be hemp, but that how some hemp products, there it is. Eh, it should be noted that some hemp products, uh, hemp derived cbd products may contain delta 9 thc or other cannabinoids in amounts sufficient to produce drug effects more associated with marijuana and may or may not be legally within the definition of marijuana so they do yeah. kind of tell you in uh fairly you know only page four of 252 that uh, <laughs> the hemp laws and rules are not clear for how we're going to be reevaluating marijuana they yeah. haven't they haven't created like any new terms of art that says that marijuana is no longer going to be what it is. It's not right. going to be called like medical cannabis or something, but we'll see. Um, and well, then Shane, the other, go ahead. Well, I was going to say Shane's breakdown, when you talk about the hemp right there portion or the little mention, he mentions in his uh, breakdown how they uh, acknowledge that the, the present hemp market out there could interfere with like actual studies or, and again, this is the, the definition of the same plant, right? 0.3% defines it. 
0.3% THC. Like that's the only thing. Right. And that that's frustrating, you know, in the sense that yeah. hemp was not supposed to be psychoactive. Hemp was not supposed to be psychoactive. And you read, but then you, you have the transcripts of what they said to Congress and there's hearings and there will be hearings again yeah. because you, you can't just hold up the farm bill because the hemp industry floods money into the pockets of people that are interested in the hemp industry. Uh, mm. they, can, they, they did it last time, but uh, eventually they will need a new farm bill. There will be hearings. There might be more legislation like this rule may create new legislation as, uh, you know, it, it well, says that while it'll be schedule three or should be schedule three, it okay. doesn't say there's like an NDA, like a novel drug application or an over the counter uh, type of application for sure. these drugs. So you, it's still a crime. Because not only does the thing have to be somewhere on the schedule so it can be prescribed, it also has to be approved. And and so like they're just going to reschedule it. They aren't going to approve it. Well, I mean, it might be a crime, but at that point, there's going to be no real law enforcement going after it, right? There's not going to be real, no, hopefully revenues invo involved in, in, in prosecuting somebody for growing uh, hemp slash marijuana, right? Like, won't descheduling it? Like help, like not just, but also help the hemp community, like kind of help create this middle market where, I don't know, call it hempawana. You know, there's the, the, the deception that this plant is different because of the 0.3% is kind of part of the problem of, with the, the the legislation process, right? Well, the, the again, you've defined this in such a way that the only way that it's ever marijuana is if the joint's lit. Mm. And so like if the joint's not lit, you must acquit. Dude, I should have been a criminal lawyer, but I'm not. And, and I would much rather read an operating agreement than an, an indictment. It's so funny you mentioned that how that I, that reference you just had. I just watched footage from when OJ was uh, acquitted, you know, and it was mm -hmm. so funny to see the the minorities community excited about it, and and like the couple of people go, the the white crowds were like, no, he did it. But then now here we are today, and I imagine ninety percent of everybody says he did it. Like it's yeah. come on, man. But well, yeah, they, I got it was the nineties. It was the nineties. And so it was 30 years ago. They're like, come on, we need something. But yeah, uh, let's see. He had good there lawyers. I mean, that's <laughs> well, again, like Brian is asking, what if they raise the D nine THC limit? What if they realize that Delta nine, like again, if the joint ain't lit, you must quit. What if they right, realize right. that the Delta isn't what's in the plant and they call it total. Right. Because yeah. you're actually talking about something that's like in its present state or its condition. Because if the plant's just resting, it's not jumping at you and attacking until you chop it up, dry it out, cure it, and then set it on fire. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's not marijuana until the THCA is decarbed. Right. So that's a that's a loophole you can drive a bus through, and and we'll see on it. Now, again, like it's one of those deals where. If that's the only thing you had to do to legalize weed was just uh, make sure that the it's not weed unless it's on fire uh, and, and the Republicans in the Senate and the House in your state and in the, uh, the nation's capital are cool with that. Uh, yeah, right. You know, I mean, that's that's one of the, the problems. Like you hear those stories about somebody saying they bought this THCA uh, pre-roll at a smoke shop and then they get accosted and arrested for for lighting it up mm -hmm. well when it was lit and you're smoking in public it was marijuana i mean they, they could definitely right nip the bud and just be like hey we're going to create this new policy but i don't think that policy will happen until like there's this rampant amount of people being arrested for the with the taca defense right because if you have this rampant amount of people saying i bought him so either it's just not law enforcement going after a bunch of people potheads just don't cause trouble or, or whatever, you know, people who consume a flower just to have, whether it be uh, medicinal or recreational, it's just not the same as like drinking, you know, like where people do, you know, will start at one level and then end up in jail the, the next, you know, no one's ever smoked a joint and been like, we should probably go rob that liquor store, <laughs> you yeah. know? Right. They, I mean, that's, and that's been a joke for over 40 years with the Cheech and Chong, you know, up in smoke that, that video that they started their um, film career with back in 78 when they mm -hmm. smoked that joint while driving irresponsible use by the way but still whatever uh they stopped it's like i think we're parked man and like <laughs> that's what happened like it didn't get worse they just like right 
parked the car and then like weirded each other out. Uh, anyway, back to the main story. Like you yeah. can now read, and let me just go ahead. I'll, I'll throw the document cloud right there into the live chat so that people can click on over to it if they haven't seen it yet. Hopefully, you have. There it is. And uh, those are the eight points under 21 USC 811B. That is the rescheduling citation that, of course, was in the original letter. And so they go through each one of these points which I thought was really, really interesting. And uh, Shane over here in the On Drugs, he, he mentions that as well. There's the eight points. Mm. That's from pages like six to 61 of the doc really? as they go through all the eight points. And then in the last like couple hundred pages of the doc, they really get into some interesting science with how the states are handling the uh, medical use in their state and what, mm -hmm. uh, what, what, um, diagnostics or like what uh, treatments it's good for, what's, uh, you know, uh, maladies, you know, what, uh, what medical cannabis is really used for. And they did uh, catch-alls even in the sense then they shouldn't be called catch-alls. There's actual science that says that they work, but PTSD right. and also pain. So if you have PTSD and pain as recognized federal uses for medical uses for the cannabis plant, that's great, you know, because that gets into something that I'm wondering how this is going to happen. Um, and and well, Shane does touch on this. Well, go ahead, Miggy. What's your question? I was going to say pain, though. I mean, like, you know, there's generally any discomfort you have is, is going to be a viable defense for your marijuana consumption or use, right? Whether it be you have Crohn's and then soothing or stomach pain. Or you have a bad case of the Mondays and you're just really, really sad and, and want to hurt yourself in some way. And then you're like, hey, I smoked a joint and it's not so bad. Right. Like, yeah. Couldn't that be like a defense, like mental or physical? Uh, yes, I believe in the future and the not too distant future where these are recognized uh, medical uses. Oops, I'm sorry. I clicked the footnote. Uh, nice job on uh, the footnotes there, Shane. But um it's these seven indications for medical CAMU. So like currently approved medical use. Mm. So CAMU. So we're going to get a little bit of French existentialism for these anorexia, anxiety, epilepsy, inflammatory bowel disease, nausea, vomiting, pain, and PTSD. So between anxiety, pain, and PTSD and vomiting, because that, that does happen if you eat some bad fish uh, or nausea as well, uh, maybe that would also cause the inflammatory bowel disease. Okay, now we're getting a little into the weeds. But um, those seven conditions probably impact one out of two Americans. Yeah, easily. Right. E easily. So I think the medical, so, you know, a lot of people are freaking out and a lot of people are scared about this whole deschedule. I mean, ideally we want it off the charts, but we, that would I, violate fed, that would violate federal and international law. So we will need a legislative change to strike portions of the controlled substances act so that we could go out of compliance with international law, which says that you can only use it medicinally. Sure. Sure, no, I totally agree. I mean, it just, it's unfortunate we had to take these steps because of the scheduling practice, but what's already been in place. You know, essentially, we're just trying to unravel the shit that's already been, you know, what what they were able to do 100 years ago in like, what, six months or however long they just did their racist campaign about like, you know, marijuana makes you, uh, minorities think they're equal to you and all this other shit. Now we just got to go back. You know, that's the problem with politics. It's so raveled. And uh, uh, if you're good at it, you know what you're doing, you can manipulate the masses and uh the parliamentary procedure it's just so yucky but i do did you see the uh the headline in uh boston globe for this though federal hmm. scientists recommend easing restrictions so like federal scientists scientists man <laughs> you know, science guy. yeah <laughs> someone's job though was just to be like all right i checked all the thc or whatever you know i don't know what bio guy you know it's it's not an electrical engineer it's a freaking uh, you know, it's not a doctor, probably. It's a, a chemist, most likely. Right. Uh, it, that's interesting. But then they do get into the aspects of uh, what it actually <laughs> will mean. And so, like, you know, getting back to this, uh, and we still have another minute, but they do mention that this might not have favorable clinical studies of medical marijuana, although not necessarily adequate and well controlled clinical to support a new drug application. So, again, once you become a Schedule Three drug, you have not yet become a drug. 
And so like you're just a schedule three drug, but there's no approved versions of you for cannabis, which is really, really interesting. And so these NDAs, that's how you would get a new drug application approved from uh, the feds, which makes me going like, but hasn't cannabis been around for like 11 billion years? The entirety of our human existence, we've been doing this thousands and ten thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. It was 420 somewhere. Yes, sir. So let's take a little 420 break and then we will resume uh, after a word from our sponsor about thousands of years ago. Yeah. So anyway, thousands of years ago, uh, cannabis was used medicinally. Uh, and and not like aspirin, which is derived from like the bark of a tree, which then does help mm. uh, with pain. But I mean like tea and not even like tea, because with tea, you steep it in water to extract things mm. more like lettuce, like where you actually consume the plant. Uh, oh, sure. and, and as a result, um, I'm wondering if we wouldn't need a new drug application uh, with clinical studies and medical uses of cannabis. I do still think we're going to need more studies and uh, Schedule 3 will allow those studies to happen. Hopefully they happen pretty quickly in fairly short order over the next uh, 12 to 36 months. And then after those studies, and also because it has been used for tens of thousands of years, uh, yeah. they we go to this aspect of the feds over-the-counter non-prescription drugs. And this has actually been updated pretty darn recently because the rules, unlike the 2018 Farm Bill that has the word Delta in it, uh, they have updated this just on June 27th of 2022. So the FDA announced its availability of a new rule for non-prescription drug product with additional condition for non-prescription use. So you have uh, cannabis or hemp, let's say. <laughs> you have hemp and then you light it on fire and then you have marijuana. Uh, mm -hmm. So that may have the ability to get this passed for hopefully the whole industry uh, mm -hmm. where you would then have over-the-counter cannabis in the sense that it would be like buying Tylenol, you know? Uh, and Man. that's where really what would be the best. And then you would have to have the, the place, you know, the license to sell that Tylenol in your state and register that with the federal government. I think we're mm -hmm. going to need more than one rule. We may need some legislation, but mm. why wouldn't cannabis be okay for over the counter? Or, I mean, like, how is it not generic, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and back to that section that you were just at right before with the um, talking about the medicinal studies or whatever, right? That also negates, besides the, the billions of years, but it also negates the fact that there were there was a program with 15 federal patients mm -hmm. and also the source of that ago. is in this yeah and they're still sourcing it from mississippi like there's a there's a federal grower you know not just a scientist but a, you know and i think that guy's a grower too essentially but uh, uh there's a facility that supplies federal cannabis so how do they forget that part like, 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 oh, we, we still need how more studies. To schedule can, how do they forget to schedule alcohol there we go. and tobacco? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hello. But instead, they schedule, like, the equivalent of tulips. And so it's like, so tulips, you scheduled, schedule one, interesting. Uh, alcohol and tobacco, nowhere, nowhere. Fascinating, fascinating. So a plant that's lit on fire is marijuana, but um, alcohol and tobacco, just a pass. Give them a pass, okay. Uh, not just that, but we've gone through what, like uh, the opioid pandemic, the fentanyl crisis, and and, and it seems the, the government, even though they're always like, "We're we're doing this to make you better," but it, as society, we negate that as human beings, we like to just consume things, right? Like like, like recreational like things, or, yeah. like, or or sunsets, you know, Jesus. But there's a, a better living through chemistry, and if cannabis, like. For whatever reason, alcohol got the pass, right? Which has done so many harms and ills to families and people and your liver. But yet, you know, uh, you can green out. I mean, there's a lot of the things that it's just the ignorance of it, right? Like if we keep lying to kids and telling them like, like, look, look, none of this is good for you. 
but like you're gonna want to do this or whatever you know like here the options it's just being an honest conversation with like ourselves almost but uh yeah it's just a shame that we they forget that they had a patent on this thing plus and they've expired uh, and so like that's the other thing it's off patent it's been in use for tens of thousands of years we have a new rule yes. from just a couple years ago for how to get a a, a new over-the-counter substance listed so why don't we fill this out get the studies that need to be done to make cannabis at least in its flower form or other forms that have existed for tens of thousands of years like hash and other just extracts of that uh so that it doesn't need to go and become a, a particular product like a marinol you know you know, could just have that pass where it's like no this is just herbal cannabis that's it it is generic it is existed it's, it's a horticultural good i mean like yeah. you have to get a tulip scheduled but for some reason you have to get marijuana flowers scheduled we don't maybe part of the problem is just because of the way the infrastructure with the pharmaceutical is how we have that 100 milligram uh aspirin but yet uh when you ask for a an eighth of uh indica you know whatever strain it is with the different uh profiles the terpenes you know it's not something you can put in a bottle i mean you can right we we got to the point where people uh extract it condense it uh micro freaking uh, nano mm -hmm. emulsions and shit so like and then pill form and it's a posture we have the technology but like most people as a consumer is going to want to do the plant right like it just seems to be like this this part where we deny the 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 the, the plant the wellness the like you know uh, even then like the plant of the juice they prefer yeah. if you didn't you know hydrocarbon or ethanol extract it and then add back in terpenes and distill it out to like almost basically being distillate they would prefer that you don't you know they'd probably rather have like the the fresh pressed stuff so that they can get oh, that yeah. flavor that they want you know the live you know, part and rosins and there's a before like a a wellness thing though part of the problem too is is though you know like like i talked about before we're like if you don't get vitamin c you know we find out you have scurvy right and, but you can get oranges at the market you get orange juice at the market but you're not going to the pharmacy for that you're going to the produce section now you know that's the other thing with this plan is like it's it'll be the only fucking thing that the plant grown and you know cured and flushed and then you know, the, it's bad enough we got the jars in the in the packaging, the mylar packaging, and you know, mylar so packaging like, yeah. is a problem. Mylar pack, the waste, uh, the vape yeah. waste—that's the real. Oh vape my god, right there. And so, like, if you're going to press your rosin, uh, then you can use a glass uh, device that you call—I don't know—I yeah. don't dab a lot. I don't dab. Well, a lot. Then yeah. They have home products for that kind of stuff where you can do small presses and make your own rods. And I don't yeah. dab as much either. And you know, that's fine. People, everybody has their, 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 their lane, but it's always going to come down to the flower, right? You, that's how you make the cake. No matter what it is, you need the, that's right. That's it. You need the flour to make the cake. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's it. And I that's one of the reasons why, like yeah. when I read this rule, I'm like wondering, as it goes, you know, uh, the proposed rule, and this is for uh, over-the-counter drugs. And so is this where Schedule 3 is going to take the weed plant? And we hope that it is, over-the-counter weed. So the proposed rule is intended to increase options for applicants to develop and market safe and effective non-prescription drug products, which could improve public health by broadening the types of non-prescription drug products available to consumers. Uh, I think that's it. It's a non-prescription drug because, like, there's no FDA-approved weed. You know, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I think uh, descheduling it, you know, in retrospect, would wipe out the traditional market. You know, that's what everybody's afraid of. But it would enable a home grow because if this is not a law enforcement priority, now genetics can flourish and, and small communities can gather and, and maybe do like little markets. None of you gonna be like the the Walmart of the world, but you know, they have plenty of farmers markets of things like this. So. It could be a thing that doesn't get rated because I now there's a schedule tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then our dispensary would be uh, registered with the attorney general as having the right to sell this uh, product, the schedule three product over the counter. Right. That's been the equivalent of heroin for how many years? <laughs> yeah. It would be wonderful. I mean, it's like, come on down to the clinic. Well, we shouldn't call it the clinic, the apothecary.
uh, that happens a lot. Go. A lot of people that use the apothecary out there in the cannabis space. It's all wellness. I get it's but that's part of the thing, right? We're still yeah. it's so weird that people are still learning that as each state becomes medical. And everybody's like, yes, it is wellness. And then you have your each state has its own can of nurses and whatever you know uh, job they do in health, or they, they decide to convert and be like, ah, I give up all my pills for just cannabis, which is it does. Yeah, and you know, it just a lot of the pills. a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is palliative care, and it is safer palliative care. It should be first line yeah. palliative care, not last line. I mean, if, try this before they start giving you the opioids. Opioids will still Ideally. be there. You know, yeah. Ideally, you want you want the, the the less harmful option to try. You do. Hey, uh, we did make some changes to our membership levels, and so that is one of the things over here at Cannabis Legalization News. And if you're tuning in and you're a member, you're freaking awesome, my friend. Uh, but so the memberships, like the first level, we'll be able to like interact with you while we're live. So that's like two bucks a month. It's called the Lounge Member. Uh, and if you're any Lounge members tuning in, hit us up. Uh, we'll answer your questions. I'm thinking we're supposed to start deleting the videos. There's like a lot of popular YouTube channels that only have like several hundred videos. So I think after a video is like a month and a half old, we're just going to make it members only. And that'll be Miggy's fan club for five okay. bucks a month. Miggy's fan club. You get all of our videos. And then uh, for 15 a month, there's Tom's book club. Uh, you get everything from the previous two. And then I will also mail you a book that I wrote 14 years ago. Uh, and then and finally... What's that? Oh, I'll just say, then things are getting moving on where we can do more, you know, and then you have the legalizer in chief still on. That's it's good in the level yeah, two. Legalizer in chief. That one I, I almost deleted and I forgot to. I think the other thing that we should do is maybe a, uh, a Patreon because in Patreon you keep 90 yeah. cents on the dollar as opposed to 70. But I don't know if I want to do a Patreon or if I just want to use the YouTube to create like content filters. So if you want all of our videos, you know, become a member of Miggy's fan club. And then if you want to interact with us and then we would just get like a new streaming service right through here. And, and Lee is a Miggy fan. So she'd be able to access all of the videos uh, and, and then a new streaming service where we have like the tip jar and like the super chats and all that and can try to interact more with uh, our audience that way. Um, and then I at cannabislegalizationnews.com that one. I think I'm going to just uh, do thumbs up and shit, but I think I'm going to start selling like a, Hey, um, it cost yeah. me $900 to do one of those videos. What should the next mm -hmm. video get, uh, you know, get executive producer credit on this video, pay me okay. $900 and then we'll go do it. <laughs> no, dude, you know, that's the thing is, you know, the more we've been doing this and I really do, it's, it's fun and interesting how like there's different levels of people. Cause I've always been a YouTube person. Like it's my background noise for, a lot of my working and shit and then also just entertainment and now it's like it's very meta you know like to now now we're we're almost there you know help us get to 100k so we can like eventually i'll quit my job tom's can't oh, because <laughs> my job is my job and but yep. uh, we will eventually have a dispensary it's been six months hey that's something we can check in on you, you know what i was reading about that so tom checks days. in on cannabis laws from the state of Illinois. Um, let me just put my screen back up here. That's right, everybody. Strap in. If you are one of the 55 winners, like Miggy and I, this will be more relevant to you. Shout out to you if you're joining us and you also want a cannabis dispensary in July of 2023, six months ago, by the way. Uh, so they have all, all these rules and shit. Um, and, and so I was reading those, wondering where we are in it. And I think it's kind of clear where we are in it if we drill into oh the rules that are actually there is this the one where they're just all yes it is i didn't know that was there they are oh they're, they're they're everywhere they've already been published on other sites besides this and i don't think they've ocr'd this so i can't even like highlight it but Ooh. here is the new lottery and so like this is the new stuff and I think we are coming down here. And so there's this other period. Remember how we got that deficiency notice? Yeah. We're not, we're not telling them, like, I read the instructions. You didn't ask for this. We just said, oh, here you go, Mr. Sir, man. Here it is. Yeah. Our bad. Thank you. Com you know, um, compliance. Right. Compliance. And Cole wants to know how to get invested. How do we? How can we invest in Miggy's pot shop? 
uh, we will take out a serious crowdfunding raise shortly, or we could also do a, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do a reg A raise. We would do a, a reg series crowdfunding raise because you can do 4 million bucks. We will create creating a new class of stock called C-Class. That's the best class for you. And uh, mm. that will be a non-voting pro rata share uh, of a $18 million valuation. So like that's that's how a lot of those work. I, I used to love it when I was a, a stockbroker and I still do. It's just that it, it moves so slow. And so this is why mm. I think it's so slow. Uh, and so if department issues that the documents are insufficient, you get 10 days. Remember, we talked about that. We totally delivered it. Mm. If, the partner, if the department then has a, you didn't get any information back to them, the department shall inform the top participants of its intent to deny issuance of a conditional license. This happened to me once. What? Yeah. And so somebody That's called. Yeah, but somebody called from like in the state and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Good job on winning. And, and he's like, yeah, I put in a whole bunch of applications. I'm like, but how do I change the guy? So he's social equity. I go, what? Oh, no, 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 bro. No, no. Like you have to only be social equity. So everybody who can't prove yeah. it now is going to lose it. And okay. so, and so if they say, hey, you didn't prove and ours wasn't like, hey, you didn't prove it. Ours was like, you forgot this uh, yeah. <laughs> section code from the Census Bureau. And so it's like, click, click, click. They will accept PDFs, Excels, all that. And so like download the spreadsheet, title it how they wanted it to be titled, upload the spreadsheet. Uh, and so if you weren't able to do that because you were just a guy applying, uh, they now are going to deny your license and give you five days from the date of notice of the intent to deny. And then they have 10 business days because then if they say, okay, we're going to take it away from you. And you go, nah, you're not gonna. And you yeah. got five days to get that. And then they have 10 days to review the shit you gave them back. Uh, and then they affirm or deny it. And so we're still probably in that spooky valley of people losing their shit and then denying it. And then uh, after that, that becomes a final appealable rule. But here's the nice thing. The department issues conditional licenses to top applicants on a rolling basis. So it shouldn't get okay. in the way of them issuing us our license. Right, right. Yeah. It's just such a. I mean, I get the. I get. I get the producer process, but like, six months is painful. This is uh, welcome to the reality of like, if you want to, like, you know, we who wants to be trapping? And then we, would, we, we, even, we, we didn't even have to trap. All we had to do was export and uh, distribute an agricultural commodity. We could have made some money. Like you could have bought uh, a kilo of uh, THCA flour and just started slinging eighths on the street, you know, for some cash. Uh, and, and that's the weirdness of the world that we live in now. People trying to comply and like get into a highly regulated state versus, yeah. no, bro, it's all legal until you light it on fire. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, like for me, I'm like excited to like, I understand that this has been a business unfairly business in mean, every state it goes for the most part some states have done it good you know like oregon i think it was fair when people who stuck their necks out when it was like totally taboo and then they were allowed to like turn key right to me that's just like fucking fair as far as like the cultures and shit but like with this this guy it reminds me dude when i i bought google stock when google first came out right like when i was young and the kid had just had babies and i'm like okay i'm gonna hold on to the stock and I'm going to try and do stocks, but this is why I say stocks and stuff are like a rich man's game because unless you have like a hundred thousand dollars to make a 10% profit, it's not really worth it when you put a hundred dollars in and no, then it's not even you, worth it unless you put like 10 grand in 30 yeah. grand is better than 10. But um, yeah. if something, if 10 grand goes up 10%, you got 11 grand. That's it. But like, and, and then that's what this is to me is it's, it's a, Cause I, you know, right now I can sell, you know, like, like, uh, our mutual friend asked me too. He's all, well, how much would you sell for? I'm like, well, like, I guess that's an option for people out there who have that kind of money. Right. Like I could yeah. just be like, I'm done. But I also think this is just my, my first and only yeah, asset. You're not allowed to sell it until it is. Well, operating. yeah. But and I don't want to do that it. though. Yeah. yeah. But this is my asset now. This is a, a something that I go with my portfolio ish thingy that I'm going to try and the build. First up. equity you've ever owned, ever. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, this is, and that's the whole point. But the thing is, six months, dude. If if, if like I was banking on this, if I was like, this is my, this is it. I'm going to quit the day job. Call life good. We're good. We're, I'd be I'd be cold right now. Speaking of, how many inches you guys get? Because we're freezing our ass off here too. 
Holy crap. You know that it is still negative a billion outside right now? Negative a billion. What? Okay, it's not negative a billion. But um, it was like negative six when I was driving here to the office today. <laughs> or like negative Ooh. eight. And when, I, and when I hang up the feed here, and so I'm not going to really go into much detail on the other. So we've got a Georgia story. We've got a lot more stories coming up. So yes. We're going to run through that. But um, I'll do all the SEO and like publishing this to the, the wherever you get your podcasts. And I think we might be moving our podcast hosting back to the other place that we did because they had interesting features and, and more uh, recurrent, um, you know, like sponsors. They always had sponsors as opposed to just on and off. Uh, anyway, let's get into Georgia. Georgia has some news. Uh, and that Georgia news is state rep announces plans to introduce marijuana legalization bill. Not introduce the marijuana legalization bill. More offer. This was from October 27th. All right. Ooh. I'm not sure how that got in there. Moving on. Um, Do we have any Wyoming news? Somebody asked in the chat earlier. Uh, no. The news out of okay. Wyoming is, didn't you get arrested there? No, that was Idaho, right? Yes. No, that was Wyoming. That's yeah. where I got my, my tickets. Yeah. Uh, the news out of Wyoming, there is zero decrim. I looked it up because I had to verify Miggy's arrest to be qualifying for social equity. And yeah, yeah, uh, no decrim. And so like if he was arrested with a joint or something like that, I think is what you were with. It wasn't, it was very little. Um, yeah, shake. That, yeah, but that, that counts because there's no decrim there. So that's a, that, the degree of the law, the place that you got busted. And that's funny how your spouse is overqualified. Or, you know, uh, yeah, but she's not like, you know, her, but that's the weird thing of, of how it works. So if you were actually social equity and like actively in the industry and, and not even very actively, like intent to distribute of more than ounce, it's nothing, you know, that disqualifies your arrest. So like, because Miggy was, you were arrested for simple possession that mm -hmm. made you eligible. Now, if you would have also been arrested for like the, um, the felony or the like and you could have gone to prison but yeah, you also yeah. arrested to a joint for a joint somewhere else maybe that and so like that was the issue like her dad hmm. was arrested for too much weed right that's what i'm saying like it's just crazy how like i i'm, I'm more uh uh grateful for not like ever getting caught for when i did have anything larger than you know a joint or whatever an eighth on me but like the fact that someone did get caught and so how do you overqualify? How are you over specialist? The same thing like with Craig Cecil, where it's like, how is Craig Cecil yeah. overqualified? How is he not eligible because of how they defined it? And and like New Jersey defined it as a cannabis arrest, I think, or like any, they didn't put like a limit on it. They didn't say that you can get caught with too much. Illinois said you can get mm. caught with too much. Uh, I think that's, that should be changed. But speaking of other <laughs> things that can be changed. This one comes out of the marijuana moment this past week. West Virginia Senate president says marijuana could be legalized to help curve fentanyl epidemic sooner rather than later. January 9th of 24. No shit news. West Virginia, yeah, West Virginia could be moving on. Senate President Craig Blair. My gut tells me it's not happening this year. Of course, it is an election year, but um, you're going to see it sooner or later because that's a way to combat the issue. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this year they're going to run for re-election to protect their phony baloney jobs. Gentlemen, harumph, harumph. I did not get a harumph out of him. Uh, and then next year, maybe they will legalize it in West Virginia. Well, this is, who, who do they border? West Virginia? I'm assuming yeah. Virginia. And well, then, I mean, uh, we'll see on the other, side. other one, maybe uh, Kentucky. Let's pull up Okay. The West Virginia. So, so not Florida? Because isn't Florida, like, don't they have no, policy coming through? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Florida has policy coming through, but Florida is like, you know, the wang of America. That means like, yeah, it's Ohio. And so there it is, uh, the mm. West Virginia map. Uh, Ohio's some, there's some country folk in Ohio oh, too. Old people. Uh, oh, I didn't realize it was inland. Right. Maryland, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Kentucky. It looks like oh, Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. That's a classy place. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, did you hear the news out of California this year? That's big news. Yes. We talked about that a while ago, too. We did, but we can't talk about it enough. And so let's no. uh, let's dig into Beard Bros uh, picked it up this past week. So January mm -hmm. 8th, 24, California Test Lab now required to follow standardization 
of testing flour. Will this one day be how our hemp is tested? I don't know. Well, this is going to be exciting just for the, the quality too. Like now, since every lab has the same methodology, uh, you know, there should be the same results. So now the user, and again, for me, it's always about the end user, me, the consumer. Right. Right. It's so it's like safety. I mean, yeah. especially again, this is now a recognized medical good. So you want safe medicine. Yeah. Or any, any safe Friday night, just safe consumption, right? For quality or even people buy shitty weed. So people would buy it if it has uh, pesticides. I guarantee you. I think it's a matter of what's going to be testing too, right? Actually, I'm curious about just price and THC amounts. Just don't disclose the pesticides. Say grow wicked awesome, you know. Like, but that's that the pesticide? but that's the lab testing requirement, though. That's gonna be part of it, right? That's gonna be the whole like shebang for the end user because I think they should test for it, but not necessarily. Uh, you know, they gotta like let the consumer know because they can still sell it. I mean, I imagine it's already been used in traditional market uh grows. So, you know, now let's be honest about what actually we're inhaling in this plant. So, pesticides, metals, you know, that and and THC concentration. And so, that's one of the main issues they shouldn't say about oh, think of the children who shouldn't be using this product, but think of the patients and their poor their poor, you know, exposure to mercury and whatnot, but it's the, mm -hmm. they're trying to address the fraud in the legal weed market. Inflated THC numbers, huh. a common problem. Customers pay more for higher potency. Creating so incentives for labs to lie. This reminds me of the movie, The Big Short, where they were talking about the Moody's bond ratings. And there's like three companies that do all the bond ratings in the world. So what are they hmm. going to do? They're just going to go to the next one that's going to do the bond rating to get the AAA rating. Okay. No, no I, 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 well, well, yeah. Uh, but I mean, they've always, people do shop, right? They've always been shopping for the, you know, uh, uh, lowest bidder type stuff. So value buyers uh, is what I like to call them. There's some value buyers in the market. Everybody mm, basically. I mean, for the most part, every uh, entrepreneur, because you, well, you're trying to get the best bang, but you know, a lot of times it doesn't work that way. You know, that, that's why there's a reason for American prices. Yeah, well, coming to California, and so whenever you get worried about THC limits, like, you know, 35% or something for flour, uh, here's what the report's saying, how this implementation impacts the future of the industry is really a reset for THCA inflation. Consumers should expect to see an average total THC in the low 20s with a bell-shaped curve, meaning some below that and others above it. So you, may still you might still see like an occasional 30% in California, but that one might have been like a Kieft or something like that. It'll be interesting to see the, the numbers coming out of California for THC. Oh, yeah. But do you think, too, though, once the consumer realizes, like, it's not the THC, like the highest THC, right? Once they realize that and be like, well, now I want some with limonene or I want a, uh, 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 you know, just different terpene profiles along with the quality of THC and other cannabinoids, maybe, you know, when they start... You know, what's the next thing they're looking for, right? Well, I, you know, this is a wonderful time for us to transition into everybody's favorite mid-podcast game, Name That Strain. And... Right. Ooh, so purple. Uh, yeah, the, the color, especially the dark color, is prominent in its name. This one may have already have been tested pursuant to the new California standards because it's only coming in at 18% THC and 1% CBG. Interesting. And CBG is making an appearance. Didn't see that coming. CBG is the economic uh, hybrid. Is that, the, is that the hungry one? Uh, the hungry one? I'm not sure. Is... is um, like for appetite. They say uh, feelings helps with depression, stress, and anxiety. It does not say okay. anorexia. Not purple punch. Not purple More punch. Purple no, this is an indica dominant hybrid weed strain made from a genetic cross, as they all are, of gelato 33 and unknown. So you can give a hint, but it'd be like giving it away because the name is so delicious. Uh, yes, Big Chief is its breeder. Big Chief crossed gelato 33 with an unknown strain to arrive at this very dark uh, indica dominant strain it's not a skittles 
What up, Reggie? Thanks for being a member. Nope, nope. This one, uh, again, purple is not the color. Could give you that hit. Uh, despite it having some purpling, and it clearly has some very dark hues, it's almost too dark to be purple. So it, now you're getting closer. Uh, that is still not it, but it is getting closer. Named after something found in the forest. Yeah, pigs find this. Pigs yeah. find this stuff. See, I didn't want to give it two way. I mean, it'd be right away. Hey, uh, some people would dab this, they say. Dominant terpene in the cannabis strain is caryophylline. It's an array, a flavor profile and aroma of tea, lavender, and menthol. Yeah, some people are coming up with black, and somebody else is getting truffles. And then, of course, Chad Westport comes in with black truffles. There you and, go. and that is what that is what it is, folks. It's some black truffles. Uh, Big Chief is the breeder. Black truffles, 18% THC, gelato 33, and an unknown strain cross. It looks lovely. It does. color. Oh, wow. yes, uh, they are. But then you have to be careful with this because it is going to be a Schedule 3 drug. And so now they are setting around and tossing around specific uh, treatments for specific yeah. symptoms. And so like when dealing with symptoms of depression, bipolar and fatigue. So when they say specific symptoms, specific treatment, that's when the FDA is like, hey, Dunning letter, you know. Yeah. But then we'll Schedule 3. That was not listed like pain. Insomnia wasn't listed of the seven uh, conditions from the, this, the, the main mm. story that we have for you today. But those are conditions listed by a, a, an article. You can't be the person that makes it and sells it that way, right? Like, that, like, Leafly wouldn't get in trouble. But if you were to be like, I am Joe Schmo's bro, and this stuff is your, you know, your, your way to wellness, you know, make you see I again. They, were, I think they tried to be abstract enough to not catch any flack, but yeah, they probably did. Hey, mm. news out of Hawaii. We have oh, some yeah. uh, shit that we didn't see coming, and then we'll wrap it up. So the Hawaii Attorney General has introduced and sent a marijuana legalization bill. It's 315 pages to lawmakers, but she does not support it. That's as dumb. I, I mean, yay, you're so so brave. <laughs> it, it's, it is, it's interesting, like, you know, Attorney General Ann Lopez sent lawmakers a 315-page draft to legalize and a 38-page report redlining the, uh, outlining the issues, and it is not the Department of the Attorney General's cannabis bill. So who wrote this if the administration doesn't want it and uh, they say they don't support it? Yeah, I mean, like, what's the um, semantics here? I mean, I, Hawaii's been one of those places that you always hope. Now, thankfully, the Virgin Islands do it. But, like, what, what's going on here? Like, why? I mean, yay, it's scoring through, right? Or it's passing? Or it's gonna... I don't know. But I think that this is Hawaiian for the Department of the Attorney General. Oh, yeah. Or it could be a name. I don't think so. I think it's just like if we were reading something in Canada, it'd be in English and French. I think sure. this is it's from hawaii it's in english and hawaiian oh maybe yeah you're right that'd be dope but uh yeah why why are they why, why is this uh, why are they even kind of make a statement like uh you know this is the will of people but <laughs> delayed effective date of 18 months for legalization to allow for the first retail sales and law enforcement licensees in the public to prepare get ready maui we're going to be selling maui wowie soon Oh, like, dude, legally, as opposed to just, you know, shh. I mean, it's an upside down world, dude. We're, you know, we're making weed not cool. Well, that is what we have been doing since day one on cannabis legalization news and explaining law and going over policy and seeing history happen and be kind of bored with it. You know, schedule three weed is kind of boring history. And that's probably one of the reasons why it's not on the front page of anything. Yeah. Well, and again, uh, Everybody's going to be like, oh, it was just an election year. But this this is efforts. These are things that are being done. This is the damn process. Like, can we wish it be faster? Wish uh, it be one thing to be, you know, like, wrote a uh, freaking law. You know, like, like, alcohol got what? Was it the 14th Amendment? No, the 13th. 15th. Alcohol got, I believe it was the 18th and the uh, 20th Amendment, the 19th slip in. So, like, what happened was we made alcohol illegal. 
And then we gave women the vote. And then we said, hang on a second, we need a drink. And then they made alcohol legal again. And so that's the fucked up thing about like history from about a hundred years ago. It was, that's it. We're not going to be drinking anymore. Come on, let's give women the right to vote. Okay, let's get a drink. Like there's going to be no 20s and the 30s. Yeah, yeah but there's going to be no weed amendment. You know what I mean? Like this is the problem. Why not? I mean, why is I mean, there going to be a weed amendment? I think we need a weed amendment. I think that's a good I, idea because we have 38 fucking states, which is getting to like, because like if you have an amendment, don't you need two thirds? Isn't like, you know, what's the what's the thing for the amendment to comply with? Mm. I think it's like two thirds, like to ratify. How many states need to ratify? We, we need our legal law scholars to Check get on that this. Out. Look at they, well, you know, I, I, I'm a practitioner, but uh, yeah. that is that's that's what it is. It says 38 states, so we need an amendment that every medical cannabis state will sign on to. And Would it be like a, amendment 420 sign on 420. No, it's not going to be amendment 420. It'll be whatever <laughs> number we're at. I think it's 28. Like you know. <laughs> 4.20. Right. You know. I think I think we have I think it would be number 28. It could be wrong. Maybe there is a 28th amendment. How many? I mean, we better get on like yeah. 13 more. Right. right. So there's 27 amendments and more than eleven thousand have been proposed. And so we need to propose a new amendment. Legalize it, bitch. We're gonna work on that name though. And uh, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> smoke we weed. Thirty-eight states. We have thirty-eight states. Let's let's get legalize it, bitch, uh, on the uh, on the docket. And Wait, so not, it's man. called legalize it. L I T. Right. Legalize it. L I. Legalize it today. Legalize it today. Legalize it today. The lit act. <laughs> Well, is it an act if it's an amendment? The 28th Amendment, yeah. I mean, however that process goes. I mean, they figured out how to do it for alcohol. Yep. I mean, if a bunch of drunks can do it, why can't a bunch of stoners? Exactly. Speaking about a bunch of drunks, Wisconsin is one of our last stories of the day. They well, have a lukewarm reception from Evers and lawmakers. This is the Republican John Plummer unveiling a GOP proposal to legalize medical marijuana for cancer, epilepsy, glaucoma, pain, muscle spasms, MS, inflammatory bowel disease, or terminal illness. Uh, and they did not like that. I think this, this was a bill that would only allow five uh, cannabis companies in the whole state of about six million people. So you know what oh, five sure, of course. Yeah, that, that, that's, I mean, first kudos, but then you're like, oh, like Jurassic Park. It's a great idea. And you're like, ah! Well, no, it's like North Carolina where they're like only going to allow 10. And so with this one, I think they were only going to allow five. Well, was it the one, the Idaho one was like, with, with co-signed by the NSYNC guy, where they're only going to allow like two businesses. And yeah. that's part of the reason. Yeah. 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 That's, that is, that is a problem. That's a problem. And then, Hey Chad, you know, we need to get some draft language for the lit act so we can get 38 States to sign on. I'm going to be talking to some cannabis lawyers. We'll have Bob Hoban on the show here in about three weeks. Uh, and so we'll talk about the lit act. I'm not sure if an amendment is an act, maybe like the lit amendment. So you got to support the lit amendment, man. Yeah. Like trying the legislature to do their job. Hmm. But like the trial would be like with lighters and shit, like hearey, hearey. I mean, like it'd be like the most insane, like processy. Mm -hmm. Hey, speaking about the most insane processy, and this was one of those things that I did not expect to see, uh, as we didn't we didn't cover the uh, the the letter that was sent by I think it was twelve attorney generals. Oh yeah, shit. Requesting the the DEA to reschedule cannabis with all due haste. One of the uh, people that signed off and it wasn't a people, it was a state. Twelve people. Maryland was one of them. Illinois was one of them. Uh, and so Rami Kaul is the uh, attorney general of Illinois, and he signed off on that. And then meanwhile, guess what? Uh, Kwame Raul is prosecuting. Whether or not Illinois, and this has gone up to the Supreme Court, the state of Illinois will mm. not allow, will not wave the flag that cannabis is no longer probable cause to stop you at, at a traffic, for a traffic shot to like, you know, uh, search yeah. you, right? Now, not only is cannabis legal in the state of Illinois, uh, hemp, THCA hemp is legal as well. 
And, and so you're only allowed to like carry cannabis in an odor-proof container, but that don't apply to THCA hemp. And uh, therefore, oh, sure. you know, and yeah, and so you, but then they're, they're arguing this, that the, uh, the state is allowing, and so there you go. So it remains illegal to use cannabis in a vehicle and to transport cannabis in a vehicle that contains, that is not odor-proof. None of the containers to buy weed in this state are odor-proof, by the way. That does not exist. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, the dispensaries would not smell like weed at all, but they do. Well, I so, thought your that rule was kind of dumb, anyways, because it's kind of like like treating like a gun or some shit. You know, like like why is it got to be separate from the bullets or whatever? Like it's fucking weed, right? And uh, that's one of the things where it's legal in the state. Hemp is legal everywhere, but you're only allowed to have it in an odor-proof container, which is probably an ill, an unconstitutional or an illegal portion of the law because you cannot comply with it. That's that you can't make it in an odor-proof container. Uh, and I believe that the law has actually been amended for it, but I guess not because they, they didn't have that done. But the the chief justice is very concerned about the public drunk or the public driving and the highway and impaired drivers concerned about both drunk drivers and concerned about high drivers. I can't wait for schedule three weeds so we can get the studies about the differences between high drivers and drunk drivers. I bet that oh, will yeah. be stark. Well, but also the counterpoint would be like, how are you handling it now? All those high drivers, you're going to handle it the same way. You know, it's not a, you're not going to enable more fucking stone drivers. I mean, uh, there's a the lot of, of the people V Molina. They even play the race card in the defense on this, where this probable cause is being disproportionately used by black and mm. against black and brown people to justify uh, searches and seizures and stoppages of their car to give them probable cause for that search and seizure after the traffic stop. Uh, but yes, yeah. it's uh, people versus Molina. And also uh, there's another defendant named Redmond. So uh, th that's the attorney general of a legal state fighting to keep that probable cause. So is it really legal in Illinois? You know, it's yeah, taken them yeah. six months. We haven't been issued a license. Do they really like this law at all? Do you, do you want to give me some equity? So do you want to, do you want to contribute to the community there in Illinois? I help us help you. Fuck, um, for the love of God. It's, um, I just think people don't get it. I, I, I understand it's just a dried out process. How you showed in that outline about the process where, where we're at. I you know now I, I didn't know that there was, there was even an outline of like check marks along the way. I just assumed we were going to win the license, and then we'd get like uh, a license, and then I can start like negotiating with people and talking about things and be swept oh. off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, it's it's just like that uh, Cleveland show or something. Um, you know, with Black Monopoly, where Cleveland just goes, you don't win, you just do a little better each time. Uh, <laughs> and kind of like that, you know, but we yeah. have done a little bit better. And uh, we could do one or two more episodes, one or two more stories. We have a, a stock story and also an international story. I think mm -hmm. I'd rather do the international story. The stock story is kind of a non-story. And we actually have two international stories. So let's uh, hit a little international news and then wrap this sucker up. And the entrepreneur has got some disheartening news out of uh, Thailand. 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 Of course, this is a sad one, dude. I mean, I, I wonder what they're going to do with their present infrastructure. If like, how is this going to happen? Yeah, that's uh, a lot of licenses uh, in Thailand just became yeah. uh, worth a little bit less. Thailand's health minister rolled out new legislation to outlaw recreational cannabis consumption in the nation, undercutting the legalization framework passed by the previous administration. Elections are so very, very important. The rule that's being promulgated by the executive branch to reschedule cannabis and uh, make the industry a lot more legal than it's ever been could all be thrown away after the next election as it was in thailand just but even why thing. though but why why would why would this be a, like like was there this mass rampant like uh is alcohol going out of you know in thailand for for a long time has a long history of just like being horrible with like sex industry trafficking and all this other shit so why this plant i you don't like your country being for the better <laughs> i don't but 
also in international news, and that, uh, the, the important news out of Thailand is elections matter. So I we, want it to be Schedule 3, and I want that rule to have the force of law and not get changed. And I want that to happen before January 20th of next year, just in case some other administration is going to come in. Um, but, you know, speaking matter. of other international news, this one's better, uh, but still really sad because of the ongoing war in uh, Ukraine because of Russian aggression. Why the Ukraine legalized medical marijuana during the Russian invasion? This one's out of uh, cannabis.net, came out on Tuesday. Yeah, um, they found that it helps with the PTSD and the treatments. So uh, they voted before Christmas uh, uh, to support the legalization of medical cannabis, regulate medical marijuana for scientific and industrial purposes. Science, baby. Mm hmm. So that's those are some little international stories, some advancement, some some uh, fallback. That's kind of how cannabis legalization is sometimes, and that is all that was cannabis legalization news for this week. Join us next week. Uh, we have a new video coming out about trigger laws, and then we also have uh, another episode in, on the twentieth or twenty first next year. And then I might be I might be going to Arizona the week after that. I'll know by cool. the next week. Yeah. Yes. Well, it would be cool, but um, it's so cold right now. I mean, it'd be nice if it wasn't. What's the temperature out there? Negative seven? What, Arizona? No, here. No, I'm saying, though, if you're going to go to Arizona, though, it's going to be like in the 70s. 70s or 60s, I hope. My sister just landed there, and so she said it was 66. It is negative six in Peoria, Illinois, everybody. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like 20 here, so yeah, All right, I'm not going nowhere. Hey, like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate yes. you, and we will see you soon. Thank you.